0: hello shadow family and welcome back to another episode of the wants and water podcast we are your hosts heather and chloe and we are here to talk about some practical magic this week i don't know know if this is true or not but i feel like they're my favorite episodes (laughs) there might be what (laughs) It's like, I don't know if I'm lying or if I'm because we're experiencing it right now. But I feel like the Practical Magic episodes are my favorite ones to do.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I feel like they are because I it, it I feel like it's just a culmination of everything that's actually going on and the things that we're doing are because of what's going on. <laughs> and exactly. I just love to talk about myself, so. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm a narcissist as we all know, so the fleas are rampant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so itchy, you guys. I
0: can't even. I was just
1: hoping that somebody could pick
0: me up some flea shampoo from the store. <laughs>
1: but i mean like literally we we were talking about that the last couple days i don't know if anybody's been feeling it but i've been feeling pressed towards a lot of feelings lately and there is a new moon tomorrow uh which will be coming out which you guys will hear on so it already happened a new moon in what chloe new moon in leo which you guys know (laughs) (laughs) that's right Perfect. So authenticity here is running on full charge. At least we should be doing the things that are getting us to operate on that. We've also hit a new season, you guys. So we are fully in the season of Lunasa that started on August 1st. And and this Saturday, so the Saturday that just passed, is its astrological date. So we've had this last week of new celebrations lunasa is all about the celebration of all of the things that we've been proud of so if you've been finding yourself in a in a in a, a mindset of maybe lack a mindset of scarcity Find yourself in this time looking for things of all the stuff that you're proud of. You know, taking stock of all those things. August is a great time to do that, period, right? It's like the end of the summer. We're taking stock of all of the beautiful things that have happened over the last couple of months, even though it's been very heavy. We've just been trying to stay take stock. But all of that taking stock is going to help us propel us into operating on our more most authentic self. Absolutely. And
0: I think one of the things
1: that um
0: when we were taking stock that you and i talked about earlier is like i feel like i've i've been working to set a bunch of boundaries and right now the ripple effects of those boundaries are starting to be and people's reactions to those effects of those boundaries are are coming up and so this while we're taking stock and we're reflecting it might also be a time to just kind of analyze what new interactions we're having and where those are stemming from because we might find they're stemming from changes that we've made a few months ago.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, like, let's, I want to go back to what you said, you know, we're having new encounters and we've been setting new boundaries. I think the collective as a whole, you know, we've been working so hard on our boundaries and it's one thing to set a boundary. And it's another thing to know how to respond when that boundary is not encountered by that other person in the way that they so choose. And that's where that hard work comes in, right? That's where all of this work in the moment, how we're going to respond, what we're going to say, you know, trying to really find you know are they attacking me or are they just operating on their shadow self right now all of that stuff is super hard to do in the moment but that's what we're pressed in right now that's what this the world the universe spirit is testing us with right now with all of these you know the pluto retrograde working as hard as it can right now we're following up on the last couple months of it so we're about halfway through a little over halfway through now of this pluto retrograde so we should be You know, in Lunasa, let's take our celebrations of all of the lessons that we've been doing with all of the shadow work in terms of how we're responding. You know, forgive yourself for how you maybe responded that you didn't want to. I know I've got them. I got my list. But I'm going to be doing that that forgiveness work and that intention work over this weekend and into the next couple of days of the, this week. We're really working on this new moon energy to really visualize and spend that time focusing on how I'm going to be responding when somebody don't respond well to the boundary I've set.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: same. I definitely need to have that focus as well. And I think, like as we go into this new moon,
0: setting some some new goals for how we're going to take advantage of this uh, Leo season, as it were, and and align ourselves more accurately to our inner off our genuine and inner authenticity is going to be really important as well. And and figuring out how to maintain boundaries is part of that, right? Because like you set this for a reason. And when people don't encounter it in the way they so choose, or they're what's happening is those boundaries are being challenged and so it's one thing to set them but it's another to maintain them and to understand and re- regenerate that understanding of like why they're being set and that continues to go back to authenticity and sense of self so just making some making some goals around that is gonna be i mean it's going to be something that i'm doing and i think it's going to be something that's very beneficial for all of us hell yeah Hopefully as we come because this season is going by super fast for me I feel like it's gonna be coming to a close soon and we need to be ready it is almost <laughs>
1: over I feel like for the horror like... of its end <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is almost over before we enter Virgo season it's you know another yeah. 10 days or so so mm-hmm. wow this 20 ah, 2021 man you you flying right you got you right. are your speed this year <laughs>
0: I just think it's how funny how you wanna make putty season cancer season last forever, but Leo season's gotta fly by. Like I just feel
1: like it's disrespectful
0: and you don't want us to have any fun or good things in our lives. So
1: Spirit is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> But I did want to say, too, in the scheme of all of that, in us taking stock, in us doing all that, let's not forget that we've got a Friday the 13th in the midst. Now, if you're not accustomed to knowing where really this kind of idea of Friday the 13th comes from, no, I'm not talking about Freddy, the guy with the mask. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Friday the 13th is a great night to summon Hakate. Hakate is the goddess of a crossroads boundaries, the magic that we're working within our authenticity, the magic that we're working within ourselves to repel all of the negativity, whether it's a person, a vibe, an energy, a feeling, all of that everything that we kind of just talked about in like terms of what we're trying to establish and really meditate on over these last couple weeks, Friday the 13th, if you're looking for a day to really honor some time for that, that's going to be the day to do it. At night is preferably when you're going to want to do that. Um, And then I did want to touch on too that Lunasa, the Celtic god, Lou is where that comes from. So if you're questioning where Lunasa comes from, what is that? Lunasa is just a holiday that's taken from Lou, our Celtic God of the sun, authenticity, sweet little guy, do some research on him. And maybe you'll get some ideas too of what else you might want to be celebrating if you feel like, ugh, I don't really know. It's looking bleak. It's looking, it's looking grim, I'm not sure. There's always something on the other side of the table that's written in light if you're stuck in the shadow. So find mm-hmm. yourself gravitating towards it in this new moon that we're going to be having in Leo. Yes,
0: 100%. And speaking of like just taking advantage of this Leo season, some of the little things that I feel like we can be doing are going back to nourishing both the sacral chakra Um. Mm. So having any kind of orange foods, um, is going to be great. You have amber, wearing some amber, citrine, sunstone is going to be awesome. Um, I love little shit like that because it's like we have the big things that we're focusing on and the rituals that we need to do and all this work that we need to, you know, invest ourselves in. But it's like to me, I don't know. These things feel like when you have a like an avatar in a game, and it's like you can put armor on to make your stats better. (laughs) Like that's what you know. So like put your you know your amber ring on and have your fucking orange in the morning, um, so that you can like start off the day at a higher level than you would otherwise. Because those kinds of things are going to be nourished at this time. And honestly, like Big Leo energy is being unapologetic and unbothered. So. And not because we like our dicks and don't care, (laughs) but because we know that we're feeding what needs to be fed and starving what needs to be starved. Um, So if we can get ourselves in that mode, then we can really take advantage of these last 10 days before we get into Virgo when it's all about reorienting ourselves for, you know, pristine systems and, you know, the perception that other people in the world have on us and manicuring that. So,
1: yeah. Hell Yeah. So is, is dousing yourself and your, your jewels and your crystals a form of practical magic for you?
0: For me, yeah. I mean, I've been wearing Hell my yeah. amber ring every single
1: day <laughs> since the beginning of Leo season. Um, do you take yours off at night, or is it part of your I when you get ready in the morning? have not been taking it off at night. But I typically leave it on.
0: <laughs> but recently I've
1: been leaving it on, absolutely. And I do
0: have, like... I said Amber a bunch of times just because I, I have like a particular love affair with Amber. I mean, it's liquid. Another name for it is liquid sun. So I think that we can understand why, but, <laughs> um, but you know, I also have Amber earrings that I like to wear um, and stuff like that. So, but it doesn't have to be Amber, you know, anything, any kind of crystal that makes you feel powerful and seen and like nourishes that sacred chakra is going to be, I think a really powerful thing to wear right now, but also like wearing crystals is, practical magic I Absolutely. Mean, whether or not you want it to have an impact on you it's going to i just think it has more of an impact if you essentially so we can take as much advantage of that as we want but don't leave that power on the table you wear crystals everywhere you go
1: yeah i yeah i was literally gonna say i was, I was just literally just gonna say that That having crystals as jewelry, little ones that, I mean, having the big ones is great that you can have in your home. Yeah, that's great. But, you know, I'm loving the little crystals that I can put in my pocket. I have a set of crystals. I always travel in sets of three different ones that I might wear to different times. You know, my go-to crystals that I have in my pocket is my Dalmatian Jasper for protection, my Citrine, and my Malachite. Um, Those are the stones that are, they sit like on the corner of the table that I have right now because I'm moving and I haven't set up a permanent altar in my new space yet, but everything is out on one table and they sit it right at the corner because whenever I leave the house, I just grab those three. Um, you know, I think that's a great way to set up in yourself, you know, a little ritual. And when we talk about like practical magic, we're really talking about like literal rituals. It doesn't have to be where you sit on the floor and lay candles around you and have your salts and your sand and whatever. Like it it can be. (laughs) Yeah, like it can be. And like you, like, I definitely recommend allotting time where you spend time like that. But when we talk about little rituals for me, you know, to relate to the jewelry, I have my smoky quartz necklace that's in the bathroom. I take it off at night. And when I get up, I put my gauges in, you know, I put my engagement ring on, I put my jewelry on. It's such a nice little ritual where I feel like I'm getting ready, even if I'm not really going anywhere. And it's kind of like, you're you're literally literally adorning yourself. Exact. That's what I was going to say. It's more like I'm dressing myself and adorning myself with the things that I find luxurious for myself, you know, like all of the things that I you know I hold dear. So when we've talked about seasons of time where we've decluttered, where we've gotten rid of things, you know Heather and I have spoken on multiple times before. Where I know Heather you know has recently cleaned out her clothes. I know she's talked about recently doing it again. You know when I was moving, (laughs) yeah, like when I was moving, I was getting rid of things. We constantly feel we need to do that with our little habits and our rituals for ourselves. And then, when we're making them, we go back to our alignment. And I'm so happy that you brought up the sacral chakra because that is a great reminder. I could definitely use that reminder right now to have that inner real purpose, goal, you know, worth, that self worth, and having all of my rituals come from that. And when we do that, we find ourselves in a constant cycle of working with ourselves for ourselves. And that yeah. is where we find ourselves truly aligned in mind, body, spirit. When we move our body, it's for us. When we nourish our body, it's for us. When we, I love the word that you're saying, adorn. I love that because it really makes us feel like royalty, doesn't it? Um, we are, this? <laughs> we are. But like that's, and especially in this season where we're at, yeah. and we're, we're nearing the end. This is, you know, if, if you haven't been treating yourself and adorning yourself, find yourself listening to this and do it right now, okay? Like do it right now. Find yourself doing that because you're not going to regret it. You're not going to regret the fact that you, 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 you drowned yourself in luxury. Who would do that? (laughs) Who would do that? Dressing yourself with a beautiful pair of earrings with no one, nowhere to go.
0: And we're going somewhere. It doesn't have to be expensive. No, it doesn't. You know, like you can, you can get, I know that there's my local metaphysical shop. There's pendants crystal pendants, they're small, whatever, there's nothing like super special about them, other than that they are what they are for a dollar, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's like, you can go and find stuff, you know, Etsy, you can find stuff too, but I guarantee you can go find some wearable crystals that you like for very cheap. And I know a lot of us are like, oh, like, I don't have money to spend on superfluous or luxurious stuff like that. But I think we get ourselves pigeonholed into this idea that we need to spend a lot of money to adorn ourselves with luxury. And that's just not true. Mm -hmm. Um, You can make yourself a sacred oil. You can go buy a very tiny, you know, $1 crystal. You can wash your face (laughs) for an extra Mm -hmm. long amount of time. You know, you can make yourself a drink with intention. You can put some herbs in your drinks um, or in your food just to add a little extra something. Um, mm-hmm. and truthfully like anytime that we do a process that is transformative right when we clean something that's dirty when we put something on our bodies that changes the way we look um, we are like we're literally changed like we're literally creating change and we are agents of change in this existence and that in and of itself is magical and so when we when we don't take the opportunity to engage in that part of it, we let it pass us by. So the more that we can be mindful of how we are engaging these transformative experiences all the time, the better. Especially, like, with cooking, for example, right? Like, that is magic. Like, you're taking something that you wouldn't enjoy eating, like, I don't know, what's something, like raw Brussels sprouts, and turning them into something fucking fantastic. Mm. You know?
1: That's magic, bro. I love bro. me
0: some Brussels me too. I actually like them raw too, but
1: I figured <laughs> my favorite is with honey and a little bit of balsamic vinegar. Mm-hmm. Put, put those in the oven. Slice them up in halves. Mm-mm. See, I like to slice them up in half and then
0: toss them in some avocado oil, salt, pepper, and garlic and then put them in the air fryer.
1: Ooh! Get all crispy, crisp. Oh, you do so love good. you love your air fryer. I know you do.
0: I need Hell to get yeah. me one of those. You know why? Because it's like, set it and forget it. <laughs> um, and it's like, it's, it's quicker than the oven, but it does basically the same thing.
1: I need to get me one of those.
0: Yeah, definitely. For it. But you know what? Anybody who's listening, if you're going to get an air fryer and you're cooking for more than one person, you should get one of the ones that's shaped like a mini toaster oven if you have the room for it with the multiple shelves. Because you really can't put things like layered on top of themselves in it. So, oh
1: damn, I didn't know that. It's like you can but they're not going to cook in the ideal way. So. Hell yeah, look at that. Look at that free knowledge, y'all. Free yeah. knowledge. just bestowing <laughs> upon you. <laughs>
0: speaking of free knowledge um why don't you talk about your your practical
1: magic for this week yes so again we've as as you guys will be listening to this i will have been done and gone my new moon ritual but i wanted to let you guys know some of the different options that you could use um and just some of the little practicality behind again what we're going to be kind of talking about this luxurious feeling that you have and just bestowing luxury upon yourself and it's even if you don't have a bath if there's a a river that you can go to or a beach or a lake, you know, using natural water is probably gonna be your best bet um, to do this. I conveniently live one mile from the ocean now, so that's where I will be doing mine. Um, I wish you all could be doing this with me. Hopefully one day in the future, we have a retreat where you guys can come down and visit and we can be doing all of the natural things here. That's something that I have planned for a little future, now done with my tangent, however, I did want to give you guys just some things to think about in terms of if you're looking for different oils or just kind of wondering, you know, what, what are different things that I can put in my bath to just amplify the energy that I'm trying to create. So when we're talking about new moons. We're talking about setting intentions. We're talking about creating an imagination. You know, if you're finding yourself not really working on that. There's a lot of episodes on our podcast that you can listen to or we talk about our authentic charge. Head to our Patreon or our Instagram. You guys can find ways where you can get more in alignment. But once you're finding yourself in that sort of alignment and, and trying to uh, really reaffirm these disciplines that you're setting for yourself that align with this goal that we've created um, you know, for our mind, body, and spirit, it's really important for us to set time that's longer than a couple minutes with ourselves so that we can really strengthen the relationship with ourselves. And we talk a lot about healing ourselves so that we could have better relationships with other people, but we're bringing it inward here. Um, And one of the ways to do that is to use different types of oils, um, different types of petals, different types of herbs Um, you can even, there are some crystals that are safe to put in water. There are others that are not do your research to find which ones that are and that aren't, I'm not going to go through that whole list now. Um, however, there are many different elements, natural elements that we can use in our bath, or even when we go to the ocean and just maybe have with us, or if we're going on a hike and there's a small little Creek, all of that will do. Okay. Um, so when we're doing this, we're going to be, dipping our feet or immersing our whole body into this. I'm gonna really, there's gonna be plenty of salt in the salt water in the ocean. Um, I do recommend that if you're in a bathtub, you use some sort of salt um, and let that soak for about 30 minutes. Um, you're going to use a little drops of oil. Now you can use a couple of different oils for a few different things. Eucalyptus oil is going to be something that you're going to be using. If you're trying to really focus on your breath, your breathing, your respiratory system, you want to focus on calming yourself down, calming yourself in, in situations where it might be, there might be some friction. You might find yourself feeling tense. You're going to want to use eucalyptus oil for that almond oil is going to be used for prosperity. So if you're finding yourself in a time where you're using this new moon to focus on new ideas, maybe new business ventures, just anything new to create that you could use as an energy exchange with someone, something, some entity, I would recommend almond oil for that for sure. Camphor oil something that you might not be able to get in your small time metaphysical shop. some of them might if you go to you know a botanical shop you might be able to find it more so there um a hoodoo voodoo shops probably have them there um camphor oil is really great to strengthen your spiritual power so if you're listening to this podcast and you've been listening to us you've probably noticed that there are energies around you in your mind body and spirit that you just can't explain Right. So when we're finding ourselves really honed into our natural authenticity, we're working on the powers that we have naturally for ourselves our natural creativity, our natural imagination, our natural way to effectively decide things and make decisions. You know, we're working on all of that. Camphor oil, C A M P H O R, is going to be the oil that you're going to want to use for that. Honeysuckle oil. Um, hmm. You can use honeysuckle, the plant as well. Love honeysuckle. I love honeysuckle. It is such such an abundant plant. It really is. Um, Mm. I had wild honeysuckle growing in my backyard in North Carolina before we moved. You can either use oil for this, or if you have dried honeysuckle, go ahead and just put a a sprinkle of that in your bath. But you're going to use that to promote quick thinking and aid in memory. So if you're in a place right now where you're trying to think back, or maybe you're doing some inner child work, and you're finding yourself maybe having a hard time remembering things. Um, You're also going to be using this in a time where maybe you have some decisions to make. You know, maybe you've got a couple of options in front of you and you're just unsure. Find yourself by the river, in your bath, in your shower, whichever, just honoring that moment and seeing what comes to you. Um, Seeing what really flows through your mind and what's flowing through your mind. Just try and take a good account. If you can find yourself in that moment, thinking about it, and taking mental notes, that's great. But I would obviously recommend having some sort of journal. You know, I've talked about having a dream journal. A ritual bath journal is not a bad idea either. Um, mine is an all-in-one purpose. I don't have different <laughs> journals for different ones. But I just grab my journal and I leave it at the side of the bathtub. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, if anything I feel like needs to be jotted down, I jot it down. Um, Hyssop. H Y S S O P oil is going to be used to purify the atmosphere and the body and increase the finances. So we're looking at a little bit of an abundant exchange that we have here and really purifying that atmosphere, kind of like an aura cleanse, um, might be something to pair with the sweet almond oil. Yes, since you've got that that prosperity aspect there. So don't be afraid to mix your oils. I mean, really, like do, do your research, but oils is something that you can mix. Um, just make sure that your skin is not allergic to it. We always do skin tests, you know, if you're getting any, I, I, mean, I, was, I don't, but I, <laughs> but I, per- responsible people do. <laughs> I personally recommend it for just smaller, more homemade ones. Just be, especially when it's on. I mean, you don't, you don't know the process. Just always put a little tab on the side of your hand, wait 10 minutes. It doesn't, you don't have to lather it all over. It's literally just take a little swatch, put it on your hand, wait 10 minutes and just, just wait and see. Um, But different oils work differently on different people's skin. And that's just a fact. So, just to cover my ass, I'm just saying make sure you're not. If you are
0: somebody who's sensitive, (laughs) you might want to dilute your oils in like olive oil or almond oil or something like that. Uh,
1: Yes. Some kind of carrier
0: oil. Avocado oil is pretty
1: neutral, or grapeseed is really neutral as well. And you can even do coconut oil if you wanted to. Yeah, oil is another one that you can use, and those have naturally great healing properties for your skin, you know, your hair, all of it. So um, that is definitely one to keep on. Another one that we have is rose oil. So I know that a lot of people see, you know, it's really um, prominent, I guess, where we see ritual baths with rose petals in them, right? If you don't have rose petals, you can use a rose water. Um, you can use rainwater that you've collected that maybe you had some rose petals or you got some rose petals and you made your own rose water. Um, you can use a rose oil that you buy. You can use one that's your favorite. Um, but for these, it is going to be for the love matters. So when we're talking about this, I'm talking about opening the heart chakra. We're talking about inspiring peace and harmony. So if I would, I love to use rose water, anything for any type of self love, any type of amplification and the self-worth. Anytime I'm feeling like I'm not happy with something about myself, I find myself either taking rose water and putting it on the back of my neck, um, on the front of my forehead, um, or the bottom of my spine. The reason that I say the back of my neck is that when you do a lot of spiritual work, when you find yourself in a position where you do work for other people, whether you're a healer, practitioner, um, the back of your neck is a place where a lot of energetic blockages come up. Um, and if you find yourself in a space where maybe, you know, you're doing a lot of spiritual work and you've kind of got some neck aches, pains kind of coming out of nowhere, and it's convenient when you might be doing a lot of shadow work, if you've got Florida water on hand, a selenite crystal, anything that that can be used for aura cleansing or any purification at that, even, you know, you just put a little bit of that on there. Use your favorite anointing oil that you have from your favorite local, you know, metaphysical shop. Um, Anything to just add a little love to that spot, because the base of our neck is really important connects the head to our spine. So when we find ourselves with a little bit of pain, maybe a little aches in there, you know, it could be because there's just a lot going on and there's disconnected energy blockages going on between the mind and the body. Um, so that's even in my morning ritual, my morning routine, I'm always anointing myself with my favorite ritual oil, my forehead, back of my neck, base of my spine, always. That's, I'm, I'm pairing that with my body bombs and my body butters that I put on. That's something that I have never done (laughs) up until the last couple of months. You know, I was not someone to put lotion on. That wasn't someone to see that as, you know, a form of self care. But now it's something that like, I I don't want to go a day without because it's that touch, the touch, the sensuality, that connection of getting close to your body and just anointing it again. Treating yourself mm-hmm. like royalty is super important. Um, so, rose yeah, it's oil. too special and important to have dry ass, crusty ass. <laughs> ashy it's ass not out you here. Won't, you won't catch me out here with that, no man. Not now,
0: not today. <laughs> nay, nay, <laughs> nay, nay. <laughs> you know what though i I think it's it's important to understand too. Like when we think thinking about all of these oils, like you don't need to go out and buy all of these different kinds. Pick one. It takes a long time to work through shit. Pick one that you feel like speaks to you right now. Get a small amount. And, like, I like to, and it's, like, kind of, like, you know, DIY or whatever. But, like, if you have a store-bought lotion that you like, you know, like, say a little prayer over it. Open it up. Put some crystals in it. Pour your oil in it. Put your petals in it. Whatever. Shake it up. And use that every day, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a whole, like, yes, ritual baths are amazing, but you're not going to do that every day, right? But if we're thinking about ways that we can level up and use the same kind of principles to level up every day and, like, improve our baseline stats, taking the same, well, not the same, but, like, notes from what Chloe's talking about with this and putting it into stuff that you already use every day is going to be, to me, really helpful. And it just invites you with another opportunity to do that work every day you can do the same thing with shampoo conditioner face lotion face wash like one of my favorite things to do is take a a bat like a little bowl of coconut oil mix stuff like that into it and use it as a face mask like put it on for 20 minutes and then wipe it off with a damp cloth um and you kind of can do some of that you know at a lower
1: level without having to go through an entire ritual so Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just thought of something, you know, we talk when we talk about like it takes effort and it's effort to some who might be not accustomed to finding out different solutions to their either problems or um, substitutions for different things in their life. When you find yourself on, on this healing journey, on this particular like healing path, where you're incorporating natural elements, it is inevitable the more you move in this natural way of life, that you move away from what society has worked so hard to achieve in its own capitalistic sense and the reason that I say that is I was talking to somebody recently about what I do and what I study and what I plan to create in the next year or two in my own you know in my own sense of what I plan to create to heal myself and people around me and you know she said that sounds so rural. And <laughs> interesting. It's and, interesting that it sounds like she said it as if, it,
0: if it, that's a bad thing.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's and like I, I wasn't like offended right at all because you know sure. doing doing this as long as I have and, and you know it's when Come I talk to expect to it. Yeah, you do expect it, and but mm-hmm. when she said that, it just reminds me more of that there is a real pull right now amongst the collective between moving towards more natural, imaginative, creative ways of thought and process and action and moving towards what, and then the other side is this Western form of capitalism, imperialism. um, What's the C word that I love so much?
0: He said capitalism.
1: Imperialism. Capitalism, imperialism, and it's just it's gone. It'll colonization. There we oh, go. Boom. Well, the big that, one. <laughs> the colonizer energy. When, you know, like when you, when you, when you inevitably find yourself on this path, you find yourself moving away from all of that. You find yourself moving away from the big corporations, and you find yourself moving towards the smaller things. So, mind yourself moving towards the simpler things, the more local things, and that is inevitably going to happen. Do not be afraid of that process. Do not be afraid of the process of, oh, this might seem so, this rural, okay? (laughs) Because when she said it, it kind of like hit me that the reason a lot of people don't do that is because when you look at rural lifestyle, it's harder. And it doesn't seem glamorous. No, it's not. And and, then from what we know as society, right? Like if society was looking at that, it's not glamorous. Rural life is not easy. Rural life takes discipline. It takes self authority to maintain yourself, your home, and your life.
0: And it also requires a clearer focus. You exactly. don't have the freedom to flit around between interests.
1: Exactly. So when, so make sure that when you're, well, not make sure. Just find yourself going through this spiritual journey and, and just seeing where you're at. Are you finding yourself pulled to convenience because it's difficult to be on this path? You know, I think I said it on the live. The path to righteousness is not paved in gold. It's paved More. in thorns and shards of glass and fire and all of the hungry animals you could possibly yeah. imagine. But you have to cross that and navigate and take each wisdom of each part onto it as you will. And, you know, life is really hard and it gets really hard really quick, but are you moving toward convenience or are you on the destined path that's worth living? That's an important thing.
0: And we have to get out of this mindset that is, that is nourished by society, that life should be fun all the time, right? That life should just be good, right? And if it's not, then there's something wrong with your life and that product. But in reality, life is a series of trials and tribulations, the series of obstacles, a series of hurdles. Um, it's a series of opportunities for growth. And that's always difficult and not always fun. And within that, we get little moments of joy and fun that we, we like to think should be happening every single moment. And we just have to understand that life is not a highlight reel life is the rest of the movie and the highlight reel is what we get to look back on and really appreciate and enjoy. But we need to find a way to make all of that mundane shit, all of that responsibility that we have to take and all of the things that maybe we don't find to be glamorous and understand their value and show up for them because that's where, that's where the true value is. Um, But we're just, like you said, kind of conditioned to think the opposite.
1: Hell yeah and that perspective is beautiful that's what I you know that's here like that's what I feel like I myself and the collective is in a form of realization right now and that's what we need to be celebrating you know coming back to Lunasa this this season that we're in right now where we're celebrating all of these things that's what the collective can be celebrating right now yeah the world sucks and it's shitty and you're a small person and you might not be able to do what you can to fix everything but what you can focus on is what you're doing every day to maintain your morals and your ethics and your boundaries and your ideals. That's what we can focus on every day. And doing mm-hmm. these little rituals, wearing our jewelry, you know, having our aura cleanses, you know, cooking with herbs that we love from our local places. And if not, we're just blessing them with it, being thankful that we have it and the access those are the ways that we can aid in Lunasa's celebration.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) um, Into it, into everything you said. And I guess now it's my turn, right? To talk about the thing.
1: Yes. Yes. What have you been practically going on? What's what's happening? What are we doing? What are we doing over there in New York?
0: (laughs) What are you even doing? Um, (laughs) I, I found that for me, when... I am in a place where I need to work through stuff or I'm upset or I'm grieving something. I require monotonous activities, tedious activities, um, mundane activities. I require those experience to be able to, those experiences to be able to be occupied physically so that mentally I can work through what I need to work through. Um, and, provide a lot of that for me. And it's particularly rewarding because you're literally nurturing life, (laughs) but also you get to dictate a lot of what it's going to look like, how it's going to grow all this stuff. Right. And so there's a lot of power involved there too. Um, but you know, many of you may know if you've been following for a while that, um, one of my grandmothers passed away, uh, few months ago and recently I went to South Carolina to spread her ashes with my family and it's not that I didn't want to spread them but I kept some because I felt that you know they'd been spread as she asked but I wasn't ready to let go of all of her and so I've just kind of been holding on to her ashes for a while and then I realized like, one of the most beautiful things about life is that we're all made essentially of the same stuff. Um, when you break it down, right? We're all made of atoms, we're all made of energy, we're all vibrating, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so, part of I kind of believe that, like, when we die, we get to understand and be a part of this greater consciousness, you know, and like see all of the webs of connectivity and be, be in the flow of it. And I don't know. I think part of that journey, right. is like, I, I would have no problem being turned into a tree, right? Like plant a tree on top of me and let that seedling, like use my decomposing body as nourishment. I'm, I'm happy with that. Hell <laughs> Personally, yeah. like I'm into it. I would feel <laughs> like eat the fruit from my tree, like <laughs> eat up my body. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, and so I had the idea of like grief plants and Mm. basically what I did is like house plants are really awesome because you can propagate them (laughs) and make more plants whenever you want for free. Um, so what I've been doing is I've been propagating, um, to the house plants that I have actually our friend Rachel gave me um a clipping of a golden pothos that somebody gave her mom when her mom died um, Aww. yeah so that, so that was that's what gave me the idea actually and so i planted that along with um a marble queen pothos and i put some of my grandmother's ashes in there and i just i believe that it's going to be a really powerful piece for my altar um, and i believe that it's like an open invitation for her to come visit whenever she wants but so it's not the same as just like holding her cuz it feels wrong to me to just have some of her ashes like sitting around <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but this way they get to she gets to have life within my life and so i don't know it's been really helpful for me in like I made little ones for my little cousins because one of them got baptized. And I just think it's, I'm planning on, I don't think anybody in my life actually listens to our podcast. So I'm planning on giving them (laughs) to all of my family for Christmas. Um,
1: Just because we get
0: to all have a little bit of her living in our homes. Um, So that's what I've been kind of doing and focusing on recently. I mean, obviously there's other stuff, but I think that's the thing I was like most excited to share. So, yeah. Um That's I'll I'll be posting so some stuff. Oh my Thank God. You.
1: That's so beautiful.
0: <laughs> Thanks. It's been nice. It's been making me feel better. Y'all. I was not
1: ready for that.
0: <laughs> we, we talked about we briefly, I was like, what are you gonna talk about? She's like bath oils, what are you gonna talk about? And I was like, grief plants, and she was like, I'm with it. <laughs> but we didn't actually talk about what it was. So <laughs> if it sounds like close crying, ready. it's because you're crying.
1: <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> i think Um, that's so beautiful
0: (laughs) thank you yeah so if anybody wants to send me ashes i'm happy to plant you a grief plant and send it back to you
1: (laughs) that's so pretty (laughs) but you know what like hey i mean like that's a great idea and you know like it's funny heather recently shared a video to me of someone else who makes really beautiful keepsakes out of uh i i don't i don't remember the handle yes i'll look it up right now while you're talking Yes, and we'll make sure to put it down below so you guys can check it out, but Heather this week she sent me a reel of a woman who makes beautiful pieces of jewelry, and the jewelry is, you know, the the jewel is breast milk, and you would not think that it was breast milk at all, but she incorporates some of these beautiful pieces, like some hair, maybe baby's hair, and turns it into anything that you want, and makes it something beautiful, and I love the the correlation that kind of similarity of you taking something and transforming it into something new you know the aspect of you doing that with your grandmother and you know having that plant and then you wanting to disperse that plant of the your family the people you love that is just so beautiful to me oh my god if you're not crying you're made of stone i don't know what to say (laughs) But um, <laughs> that's so beautiful
0: <laughs> thank you yeah I mean it's been it's felt very rewarding and um and therapeutic and soothing and you know I I hope that <laughs> I hope that when I die you know I get to live on somehow in a way that people can feel good about and not in a way that people makes people feel guilty or sad um and I hope that this is what it ends up being for the people that receive it. And I guess we'll see. But yeah, the uh, woman who who does this, her name is Sarah, the breast milk jewelry. And I'm sure she's not the only one who does, but her Instagram is great. And she makes really, really gorgeous uh, jewelry. Her handle is keepsakes by grace. So check her out if you're interested in some breast milk jewelry, I know she also like you can kind of it seems like you can kind of send her whatever and she'll make it work. She does breast milk usually but I think that she can kind of turn whatever I know people have sent her like placenta or um, like the, the umbilical cord nub or hair from their loved ones. I'm sure you could probably send her ashes and she would figure out a way to make it work. Um, people have done like here's some hair from my children. Here's my mother's ashes and here's my breast milk. And she's like done them all together. Um, so you can definitely get really creative and send that, send that into her. And she makes really gorgeous keepsakes. And I, I definitely agree with what you've said about like the beauty and magic of turning something into something else. Um, so yeah, that, that transformation is what we're looking for and, and trying to hold on to.
1: Hell yeah. And that's, I mean, like that right there is that, I mean, if there's any piece of wisdom that y'all can take from today's episode, it really is the focus in the season that the last couple days that we have, the last 10 days that we're holding on to, to Leo season here in, in terms of creation, you know, let's have this be a lesson for, you know, what are the things that you might see as negative or the things that make you sad or grief or pain or uncomfort (laughs) What can you do to control it, to make it something beautiful? What can you do to control the transformation? And there is something, there is always something. And you know what? You know, it's funny when I said to you before, before we hopped on here, I was like, your imagination is running on all cylinders. That's a good Mm -hmm. thing. If you're thinking, if you're thinking of a lot, mostly (laughs) mostly, right. It, It means that it's your imagination is working. Now the next step, is to be able to cognitively, in that moment, be able to understand the true meaning of then that statement from Mm -hmm. where it lands, right? Then that's the next step. And then you can really decide, you know, imposter syndrome or authenticity. And then you just keep following that line of authenticity. but. As we're moving into the last couple of days here, you know, it's going to be really important for us to do all of these things. And, and especially in this new moon, as we're focusing on new intentions, on new forms of habit, maybe new ways of thinking that we want to adapt to ourselves, um, or maybe just remembrances of maybe goals that we've set in line that we maybe didn't fulfill as well as we wanted to. Or maybe we're still working on things. You don't have to pick something totally different. If you're still working on something, work on it. Continue to work on it. And just use mm-hmm. this as another way of energy to reaffirm that and meditate yeah. on that.
0: Yes, because the cycles that the Earth like puts us through, like with the moon, for example, gives us specific time frames to work through things and focus on certain aspects of it. But I think that we've talked about it multiple times, how there's evolutions of the same lesson that you're going to need to learn. So there's nothing wrong, like Chloe said, with working on the same thing um, that you've been working on, but we do have a responsibility, right? If we're stuck in the same lesson in this loop, we do have a responsibility to think about what are the things that have, that are standing in my way of going any further? How, how far have I come? What did I do that got me here? Right? Like what impacts has this already have? Um, and to really do that evaluation and that reflection but that's what that's what these practices are all all about oh yeah so, so yeah I guess to wrap up um plant some shit wear some jewelry rub some oils on yourself take a dip in some water put some salt in your hair and and live your best life and we love you
1: Hell yeah. And I'm definitely going to be chiming in on Patreon this week giving you guys a more in depth. Maybe I'll give you guys a new post new moon ritual reflection on there. And just some more things as now I'm getting settled in. I'll be able to be more active on there for you guys. So don't forget to check that out. Follow us on the Wands and Water at Wands and Water on our Instagram pages. Make sure you guys are following our personal Instagram accounts at collectively Chloe underscore and heather holistically underscore and you guys are doing you guys are doing the damn thing we're so proud of you we're so proud <laughs> so we'll see you next
0: week for a is it a reading already no
1: shadow work episode shadow
0: work Ooh. Shadow. Right.
1: <laughs> and your oh, birthday wait. and your yes. birthday yes if you guys are are we going to be recording now? On Are we? I don't know. Wait, hold on. I don't know
0: what day of the week it is, actually.
1: Calendar break. No, we won't be recording. But the episode will air before your birthday
0: so listen in case anybody's <laughs> wondering my birthday's in the 17th I'll put my Venmo in the links my cash app whatever if you want to send me a little something nobody's mad about it
1: <laughs> yes let's hype, kidding, hype this Leo. <laughs> no, let's hype this Leo up. Heather works so hard with everything that she has in front of her behind her and for her and she's just an amazing human being if you guys have been listening to us for the last four months you know how hard she works she deserves it it's her season let's go show her some love so if you guys are down for it i say yes but (laughs) i guess we'll see you next week for some shadow work
0: yes